0: local news to keep you rooted.
1: If we don't get it, shut it down! If we don't get it, shut it down!
0: On Thursday, roughly 3,000 Oakland public school teachers and staff went on strike. They're pushing for higher wages and better resources after working months without an active contract. We've been spending days away from our families, our loved ones, our classrooms, to win this for us, for all of us, for our kids. After seven days of intense negotiations, teachers say that Oakland Unified failed to negotiate in good faith. District leaders disagree.
1: I am disappointed, but I promise you that we are and will continue to do all we can to get our kids back in school and get these negotiations resolved.
0: Today, what Oakland teachers want and what the strike means for students and families. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth, curated, expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz-Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy and you support outstanding journalism when you support kqed so if you haven't yet check out donate.kqed.org podcasts that's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an s kqed's erin Baldissari. we're recording this on thursday morning where are you right now
2: I just got to Frank Ogawa Plaza in downtown Oakland, where teachers are expected to hold a rally. We
1: are the teachers
2: too, a little bit louder. I was at Manzanita Seed, 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 Seed Elementary School in the Fruitvale District earlier today, Were teachers, two, teachers rallying, holding picket signs, chanting. One,
0: we are the teachers too. It was
2: early in the morning, so I think they were sort of fresh and had a lot of energy. And it's clear that teachers are really frustrated at this point.
0: Why have Oakland teachers gone on strike and how did it get to this point?
2: First, Oakland teachers want to raise. They're some of the lowest paid teachers in the region. They say that, you know, with inflation, with high housing prices, it's really hard to survive in the Bay Area. They've seen a lot of their colleagues leave for other districts that are able to pay them more that have better benefits and that have better resources for their students and so they want to see some of those things in oakland they're also negotiating for other things that are typically outside of a contract negotiation things like mental health support for students smaller special education class sizes and even things like repurposing vacant school properties, for housing, or services for students experiencing homelessness.
0: One teacher you talked to was Luz Chavez, who is a bilingual resource specialist at Manzanita Seed. What does she say teachers want aside from the salary increases?
1: And a lot of the other things that we're asking for are like for safety in
2: our schools. You know, a big thing for her that impacts her every day is just the condition of the
1: school. Half of our school is portables, and the other half of our school is the building. The building has no AC. So on these hot, warm days, even last week's, by 9 in the morning, those classrooms are already hitting 85, 90 degrees at 9 in the morning.
2: She talked about mice. It was another press conference last week at a different school that was talking about tiles falling off the ceiling. That just made it impossible for them to continue classes. And so I think just the physical infrastructure, the physical condition of the buildings is a big factor.
1: Like, how are we supposed to be okay with that? Just yeah, a health concern. But if we're sitting there trying to teach them and their little brains are just like exhausted from heat, like that is not a good teaching condition. And then
2: just wanting to ensure that all students are able to succeed. And and that gets to these sort of bigger ideas about how to support students through mental health issues, how to, you know, take care of students who are experiencing homelessness, that sort of thing.
0: I know you also spoke to the union president. What did he tell you?
2: Ismail Armendariz says, you know, basically that the district has been negotiating in bad faith. We
1: have not received anything in writing. We are waiting to receive everything in writing so that we can settle this contract.
2: That they had, you know, knew this was coming for months and didn't do enough to avert a strike at this point. From the union's perspective, the district has been unprepared, coming to the table with, you know, canceling meetings, not having written... Proposals. We need
1: the school board to give their chief negotiator the authority to bargain, so that we can uh, settle a contract. But we waited all day, and promises were made, but promises were not kept. And
2: so I think that's you know how we got to this point is that the sticking points really seem to be, you know, beyond salary and, and raises, and it's more about you know, how to ensure that Oakland students can really succeed and that they're getting the support and resources that they need.
0: Besides a roughly 23 percent salary increase, teachers are demanding smaller class sizes, safety renovations, equitable caseloads for nursing staff and resource specialists, and mental health support for students, among other things. Teachers argue that OUSD has a disproportionately large number of highly paid administrators and that downsizing administration at the district could free up millions to give teachers what they say they need. Aaron, what has the district said in response to all of this?
1: Um, this is a, a very disappointing day and uh It's not a position that I ever thought I'd find myself
2: in. At the press conference, school board president Mike Hutchinson basically said that, yeah, I mean, the board did vote to limit contract negotiations to kind of what they're legally required to negotiate, things like working conditions and salary.
1: I'm proud of the work our bargaining team has done to put this offer on the table.
2: And they say that they prioritize retention of teachers, which is why, you know, they are offering a a pretty robust salary increases for teachers. And, you know, basically they say that these other things, you know, like homelessness are big societal issues that they can't solve on their own and nor should they be required to.
1: But we have an opportunity for a historic contract here in Oakland. And again, the only way we can settle a contract is if everyone comes back to the table and we're able to continue negotiation.
2: The district's labor negotiator was at the press conference and she described how she thought that they had made a lot of great progress and more progress more rapidly than than she had even anticipated. So yeah, they're really coming at it with different perspectives there.
0: What does this mean for the rest of the school year for both students and families
2: the schools are open so students can go to school they have a very skeleton staff there um, but they the district has said that you know it's unlikely that there'll be any instruction and it has posted resources for parents the union has as well I think parents are a little bit divided. Some parents I spoke to said that they really support teachers, that they believe in the same things that the union is fighting for. They want to see the district investing more in student success. Um, and other parents are a bit, you know, weary. They, you know, it's not that long that we came out of distance learning. There was a wildcat strike earlier this year. There was another one day strike around this time last year. And so, you know, they're a little bit tired of having to disrupt their kids' learning. And so I think everyone is hoping that this gets resolved quickly. On Wednesday, it looked almost like both sides were getting close to reaching a deal. And then the strike was announced. And so, you know, without sitting at the table, without knowing exactly what sort of issues are are being negotiated, it's hard to say how close they are to a compromise. Erin? Uh, I know you've
0: talked to many people in the lead up to this. What has stood out to you the most from covering this story this week?
2: One thing that really stood out was just how frustrated educators are. When I spoke to Luz Chavez, like, she was in tears.
1: It is, it is very frustrating, but it's very tiring. And I think that's where we're at as teachers, that it's like, Especially for, you know, I can always speak for myself, like veteran teachers, it's like, how much, how much longer do I really wanna do this?
2: This is her fourth strike uh, as a teacher in Oakland. And so it just feels like something is broken with that system. If the district knows these contract negotiations are coming up, the union knows.
1: It feels like this ongoing cycle where every three or four years our contract expires. And it's like, you know, this is gonna happen. You know, the contract is expiring but you're not matching us as a partner. When I speak to teachers, they
2: say that they really want to be in the classroom. They really want to be doing what they love to do, which is, you know, supporting Oakland youth. And um, they feel really frustrated that they are out here on the picket line. And, you know, I, I see the frustration from the district officials too. You know, obviously the school board president, Mike Hutchinson was very frustrated. And I think parents are kind of frustrated too. So there's just a lot of, unhappiness about the way this has gone. And at the end of the day, it just seems like a lot of, you know, the district, the union, they're all kind of in agreement about the goals and the need to pay teachers more, or the need to support students. And what's really lacking is resources, funding from the state, funding from the city to ensure that Oakland students are supported, That we are addressing homelessness in our communities, that we are addressing mental health and these types of critical issues. This is a statewide issue. This is an issue for Oakland. And, you know, it'd be great to see more movement from, you know, not just the district, not just city leaders, but also from the state to ensure that every student in California has an opportunity to, to thrive.
0: Well, Erin, thank you so much for, for taking the time and for joining us. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. That was Erin Baldessari, a housing correspondent for KQED, covering the strikes. Our newsroom is going to be following this story. You could stay in the loop at kqed.org. This 17-minute conversation with Erin was cut down and edited by senior editor Alan Montecilio. Producer Maria Esquinka scored this episode and added all the tape. The rest of our podcast team here at KQED includes Jen Chien, our director of podcasts, Cesar Saldana, our podcast engagement producer, and Katie Springer, our podcast operations manager. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.